Yo, yo, yo. I want to welcome everybody to the daily message. It's your boy, J3. And I'm here to give you that good content. Now, first, I just want to thank and I just want to say I appreciate everybody that's tuning in and that's listening to this. It's been a long ride here trying to, you know, get this episode going with schedule conflict, with sickness, with moving. It's been a lot of BS going on, but we here. One twenty-three thirty, we here, and I just want to thank everybody for their patience, especially like my followers coming from Instagram over. I just want to thank y'all for supporting that, for supporting the stories, and we just go build off of this foundation and keep going. Now. This show right here today is just go just be me. It's gonna be a solo act, a virtuoso, in the words of my boy Shining. This just gonna be me. I felt like being on my Leo shit today. I felt like being selfish with it. <laughs> so I'ma just give you my point of view, my point of view. And you know, everybody, you know, just sit back and I just want everybody to just listen. So today we just gonna be talking about Zion right now and his performance from last night. So yesterday he made his debut after a long injury, tore a meniscus. Come in, you know, first half I want to say five points. Did finish the game with twenty two. Want to say the fourth quarter? That's what everybody talking about. That fourth quarter proved to people right there. Don't give that man the open look. Don't give him the open shot. If you if you if you give me the shot, I'ma shoot it. And I feel like um that's what was um messing him up earlier during the game. He wanted to put his head down and just, you know, go through their bodies and you know put them on a poster, get on Sports Center, make a highlight. But somebody, you know, hopefully a vet, somebody told him that, you know, play at 80 percent speed instead of 100 percent speed all the time slow it down you at your average is probably better than people at their best and he probably took heed to that and you know actually did something about it so much respect to zion for stepping up to the plate living up to the hype and you know he 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 definitely showed up and showed out Alvin, please don't have that man playing the first four minutes of the quarters and then send him out. You can't um, get him on the court to get better if you know if you don't have him on the court. You're not gonna get it in court shape if you're not on the court. Y'all got this man, you know, balancing off a ball, holding a, a pogo stick up and holding a beach ball, trying to work on his core, and that shit just not gonna work. You got to have him on the court. If you want him to get active and lose some weight, then you got to have him running. You got to have him in motion. And then also, this is a side note. This is different from Zion. Trade Drew Holiday to a better situation. He don't deserve to just be in that rebuilding mode. And that's a good rebuild. But Drew Holiday has proved himself to be a championship point guard. He will he will lock up your favorite point guard and he will get buckets on your favorite point guard. Drew Holiday is a special talent. And I feel like, you know, he don't get the recognition, you know, from playing in small markets and not winning, of course. But league-wise and anybody who know the game, 
Drew Holiday is respected in the championship point guard. So free him from that experiment that y'all got going on in New Orleans. Put him in a championship situation. Y'all get some young pieces back to pair with Lonzo, Zion, and Ingram. Be y'all. Future All-Star. This year All-Star. Be y'all. I'm going to make that call. And, you know, get the going. Get the get the getting it. You know what my uncle likes to say. Get the getting it. So, I feel like with the Pelicans, y'all got a great future. Even if y'all don't make the playoffs this year, I feel like in the upcoming seasons, once you get reps, chemistry, what can stop you? And, you know, the Pelicans is definitely going to be on the team to look out for. But free Zion minutes and free holiday from the Pelicans. That's that's what I want to say about that. Second, let's 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 talk about these awards, these mid-season awards. So I'm I don't think it's really a discussion. I feel James Harden is the MVP of the league when you averaging 39, 38 points per game. I feel like you head and shoulders above people. Now, people can go with Giannis for best record. Giannis also took a step in averaging more points. But I feel like Giannis, honestly, is still the same. People saying he improved, but I just still see the same dunks. I still see the same layups. And when the playoffs come, that's what people say James Harden choked, but how when you take the Warriors seven games and six games, that's just beyond, you know, comprehension right there. But saying he choked. But Giannis, all you got to do is feel that pain up. And he not going to be able to get shifty and get around and dunk on people how, he, how he's doing in a regular season. So Giannis, to me, has definitely improved. And I want to say rebounding, defending. He's got better. I feel like he's defensive player of the year. Most valuable player, give me James Harden. Top five record in the league. And he's averaging 38, so it's not garbage points. And he don't have a he don't have any playmakers around him other than Westbrook. But Westbrook can get his own shot. I'm mean, Westbrook can get his own shot, but he's not an open shooter. Let me let me let me say that again. I don't want my my NBA card pulled. Westbrook is not a good spot-up shooter. He's not a person that you want to find in the corner to take that shot. Now, give me Westbrook with the ball, mid-range pull-up, Westbrook. I'll take that. But when Westbrook, he's he's not a shooter like that. P.J. Tucker, spot-up shooter. Austin Rivers, spot-up shooter. Average creating for others. Eric Gordon's. He can, Eric, I said Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, he can create for himself. He can't create for others. Not on the elite level. And he's a spot-up shooter. So all the best players that I just named, none of them really can create their own shot. They need James Harden. All of them basically need James Harden. And that's not going to get it done to maybe win the finals. But that's going to be good enough to get you top three record in the regular season and enough to get you MVP in my book. Now, people go say LeBron, this is 17th year. LeBron is playing at an elite level. At anybody in their 17th year, 
But I can say the same thing for Luca playing at an elite level in his second year. Now I don't know which more is in, which one is more impressive. Year 17, Brian, or year two Luca. But with all the miles wearing tear on LeBron body, you could you could say him. But I mean, Luca been pro since he's been 13. So I mean he got wear and tear on his body too. He's just, you know, young wear and tear. But Luca. He got an old man game. He he not out there like a, a speed demon. He get to where he need to go. And he just, you know, make the best shot out of that. Coach of the year, I'm going to go with Frank Vogel. I feel like when you got best record in the league, even though you got two top five players with LeBron and AD, I feel like you still got to coach them up. Still got to have your team ready to go. They can't um, play down in their competition. They play up and he have his he have his team ready to go every single night. I don't feel cheated when I watch a Lakers game. Maybe other than them Clippers games, <clears throat> but you know, I guess when Kawhi going, you know, that is, that that's just a different type of cloth that you know a lot of people probably can't handle. So, but give me Frank Vogel for Coach of the Year, Six Man of the Year, aka the Lou Williams Award is going to Lou Williams. You know, to me, he's one of the greatest six men of all time. You could put Manu, definitely could put Jamal Crawford up in there. But Lou Williams, he's definitely on a rush more for six man, and he's should win it this year. I don't, I never seen um, probably other than Manu, this guy come in and he taking the last shot of the game. Trusted to take the last shot. Plays draw enough for him to take the last shot. He's ball handling leading this team. Harold is also putting up a great season. And I have him second. But Lou Williams to me, he's gotten he's gotten better. Like every every year Lou Williams to me is taking that next step. And he probably not is scoring as many, you know, games as he probably like at a high number. But that's because he got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and he gotta take, you know, lesser shots. But Lou Williams is definitely six-man of the year. Rookie of the year, I'm going to get out to John Morant. He played all season, averaging 18-9. and Um, Hell of a player, a highlight waiting to happen. Box office waiting to happen. I see uh, Allen Iverson, Westbrook type of cloth in him. And I think the sky's the limit for Ja. Same as Zion. I feel like those guys is different than everybody else in the draft class. Kind of like a Wade, Brian feel. And then everybody else is kind of... Wait, no, it's kind of like Wade... It's kind of Brian Mello. Because, yeah, it's Brian Mello. Wade was talented coming out, but people wasn't really like jocking Wade. It was more you either want LeBron or you want Mello. And I think in this draft, you either go say, damn, you either want Ja or you want Zion. They got some, so, you know, like, they got some biblical names, but, um, yeah, I feel like this drive class is going to be similar to that 03 class, and Michael Porter, he's definitely an X factor, but I don't think he got, he's going to get enough consistent minutes to win it, because they still go monitor him with his, you know, body injury. My bad for that stutter right there. I'm trying to move this out the way. All right, enough with the NBA right now. Let me get to this Super Bowl prediction. So, what's the old saying that everybody loves saying? 
Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. When you got Patrick Mahomes, shit is a little bit different, though. Shit is just a little, just it's like you. It's just a little adjustment. You gotta, you gotta make an adjustment for this one. So for this Super Bowl, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs 27-17 against the 49ers. I don't feel like Jimmy G got enough around him offensively, other than that run game. It's a solid run game. It's some, it's some solid receivers, but it's not enough to beat the Chiefs. It's not enough to hang around with the Chiefs if they if the Chiefs just going down scoring. They can't keep up with them. And that defense is stout and tough from the front end to the back end with Sherman Bosa and Buckner. I can just keep going. But when you got an elite quarterback, a one-generational player, I feel like that's extra cheek points in your favor, if you will. That's extra skill points in your favor, if you will. I feel like with Patrick Mahomes and this team, they got the next maybe five-year window, and they can get, like, maybe two chips. I can see a young Seattle team, um, you know, when they had the Legion of Boom. Now, granted, they don't have a Legion of Boom on defense, and that can be their biggest downfall during this Super Bowl. The Chiefs could ease – defense could easily lose this Super Bowl for the Chiefs offense. But I don't think – I don't think they can fuck this up. I think it's too much pressure on the defense because they know they don't want to hear the rest of their lives and the rest of the offseason of, damn, they just had a a, a, a a solid defense. They would have made it. I feel like the Honey Badger go have his team ready. And I said his team because I fuck with the Honey Badger. He, he the leader of that defense. And so I feel like with him being that 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 leader, feel like he go have them ready for that moment. This is a once-in-a-generational moment to make it to the Super Bowl. So I feel like they go take that, and they go definitely win that. With Jimmy G, they definitely can go back in the future. I feel like they a wide receiver away from really becoming a dynasty. But they had a run game. They got the defense. Jimmy G is a game manager. I know that's disrespectful to quarterbacks, but it's true. And you know, like... You a game manager, Jimmy G, and ain't nothing wrong with that. But you a game manager, bro. You completed eight passes to get to the Super Bowl. That should tell you your job description right there. Your job description is to not mess this up. You know, so Patrick Mahomes' job is to win. Your job is to not mess it up. So give me Patrick Mahomes. And last but not least, because I don't want to hold everybody. I wanted to keep my first episode brief and I just um I just wanted to tell everybody that it's gonna be guests on here in the upcoming episodes and more topics will be discussed and I'm not gonna get into every topic that I'm gonna talk about because you never supposed to show all your cards I'm gonna just tell everybody to stay tuned and if you know me you know I'm gonna come with the facts you know I'm gonna come with being authentic I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and I'm gonna just speak it from my heart and my mind and that's it what I want to tell everybody and it's my mental health minute want to tell everybody it's going to be a lot of people in your life that tell you that you're crazy that tell you that hey man I I don't know it's going to be a lot of I don't know if that's going to work people in your life and what I want to tell you is 
their life is not working out for them. So they go put their insecurities of their life not working out onto you. So they go come with that scare energy, that I don't know energy. To know to know something is to try something. So when you don't know something, that means you're not trying it. So what I want to tell everybody is everybody got something that they could at. It can be from cooking. It can be from uh, putting a house together. It could be from uh, making makeup to making music to drawing. It could be anything. Everybody got their own niche. And don't let nobody define you. Don't let nobody define your niche. Don't. Don't sell your dreams for a check. And that's what I want to tell everybody. The money go come when you do what you love. It's going to be hardships and battles. But once you get to that next level and conquer it, you're going to be like, wow, I had to go through that to get to this, but it was all worth it. And if I bet a lot of people knew if all they had to go through was this to get to a certain point of success, I bet you a lot of people would change. So what I want to tell you, everybody is, be the change that you want to see. And if you don't know, then get up and know. Go know. JW3O, I want to thank everybody for listening. More daily content coming soon. Thank you for listening to the daily message. And we out.